0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Shift and Happy New Year's. This is the first episode of 2021. And I was absolutely delighted to get this guest on. Um, It's Dr. Serena Kajani. She's a hilarious storyteller and also has a PhD. Um, And she talks a lot on her Instagram about the benefits of fiber and she creates a lot of recipes for like healthy food. So um, she came on and we spoke about the benefits of a healthy diet for your relationships, for your mental health and in turn your sex life. So yeah, we chatted a bit about what food is good for your sex life. Um, we also chatted about the effects of food on the body. And she wanted me to make a little edit, just a disclaimer up front, that when we talk about the little bugs in your body, that she said small intestine and she meant to say large intestine. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting. I learned a lot. It was great having her on the podcast. Uh, she also spoke about her long-term relationship and how that ended and how she dealt with um a partner cheating on her so she was very open it was great to have her on and we got to do it in person so if you want to watch the video to this it'll actually be on both of our patrons so uh, my patreon is uh, patreon forward slash to shift podcast and her patreon is patreon.com serena kajani so yeah so if you want to go and look at that also for the patreon um we mentioned a little bit about the different types of food that's good for your sex life, but I will do a solo Patreon episode about specific food that helps with performance anxiety because I just read this um this article about it. So I'm going to do that and break that down. Um there's also a bunch of solo episodes just about like my dating life over here and um, stuff that I just a bit more gossipy, you know, that I don't put out on this. And I'm going to do an ep uh, a recap on Bridgerton soon so i hope you guys are watching that very steamy show um but yeah so uh, please sign up to the Patreons; so would be great and enjoy the episode and as usual talk to you at the end so today we have serena kajani uh who is phd owner <laughs> <laughs> uh, also from Ireland but we both live in America you live in DC mm-hmm. and so what's your PhD in
1: um, my PhD was in translational medicine pharmacology but that's just fancy words for basically I did it in obesity research specifically looking at good cholesterol
0: okay that's amazing mm-hmm. and you moved to DC why and um, because I got a job
1: here I work as a postdoc so it's a basically a scientist position and I'm working on fatty liver disease at the moment
0: okay great I was told that my liver is amazing
1: Oh I'm glad By my doctor she oh, said oh, it's real in the jeans
0: yeah. Solid I don't know what that means <laughs> But I was like That just sounds like I can drink more So thank you <laughs> Um. So I thought it'd be Interesting to, Well firstly I thought It'd be interesting To have you on Because you're obviously Irish You have Done entertainment You've been on Tri Channel I am
1: I'm a contributor For Tri Channel
0: What exactly is Tri Channel Again for the American listeners
1: Um. So Tri Channel Is a YouTube uh a YouTube channel where they get Irish people to try different things, specifically like American type things. So, ah! or uh, we can drink on it, and um, we do like American snacks. Like we did uh, one of the shows that I did was um, Irish people try Trader Joe's snacks, which are phenomenal, by the way. Yeah, they uh, like, the cookies are the best.
0: Why didn't oh, what? Why don't we have Trader Joe's at home? I don't know, but we get like little, little and addly so we can't have everything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what what it. for the American people? That's you'll never have the joy. It's not <laughs> here, right? No, I think they have.
1: I think they have both, but they're just few and far between. Yeah, we have it like every 10 stops. Yeah, it's great.
0: So, okay, so we know what the Tri Channel is. And I thought um, it'd be interesting to have you on because of diet in relationship to sex. and yeah. relationships date. So obviously this is a sex dating relationship podcast and we talk about other shit as well. But does, can diet affect your sex life?
1: Um, I would like to say yes. Now, like, bearing my, like, uh, like a probably disclaimer, like, this isn't the area that I'm most interested in or have the most knowledge about yeah um but i do know that go- a good diet will always reflect best on how well you can perform um and also how well you feel about yourself yeah um so my main thing is fiber i'm obsessed with fiber eating well and stuff but it's not a case of dieting like metamucil or eating a load of prunes um just to go to the bathroom um but it's more a case of having a diet that's rich in fruit vegetables nuts legumes all that kind of stuff stuff that's predominantly not processed because first off it'll have a positive effect on your um on your mental health um but then also how you feel about your body and how you feel your body's working um so I know for me that if I eat really well for a couple of weeks I feel sexier in the bedroom I feel like my body's doing the job that it's supposed to do um but also in terms of like how I feel mentally I'm like even if I'm like if I know I'm heavier um I still feel sexy within my own skin if that makes sense because the foods that I'm eating help promote that well-being.
0: Yeah well I think that's an important I don't know what the word is but like separation so let's say diet doesn't mean being skinny and like because there's some really unhealthy diets what you're talking about is like a healthy diet that makes your you feel better yeah absolutely
1: and i think that that's what's really misconstrued in mainstream media at the moment that if you're skinny that means you're healthy which is not the case at all yeah because i'm Uh, skinny because of fucking
0: ibs (laughs) (laughs) like i'm literally definitely could be healthier 100 percent.
1: but like it's mad though because like i'd be a curvier girl i know i'm a bigger girl and I don't mind that and like to be fair we're in a society where curves are celebrated and I thank god for that um but I know I'm not your Kate Moss I know I'm not like a skinny small girl but I still love my body Mm. and I'm really proud of my body because of what it's capable of doing and if you don't have that mindset of like oh my body's able to do this I am so gratuitous because of what it can do then you're just going to constantly hate like it just puts you in a bad mental state I guess yeah
0: yeah, well, I know like um, well, my sister would be like thicker than me, uh, but she eats healthier and she does rugby and stuff like that. So she just has better muscle mass and um, and she's happier with her body as well. So I think it's whatever, you, whatever is healthier. But, like, so for example, like I'd be... Uh, my diet would be kind of fucked up because uh the ibs and because i can't eat dairy but i know that when i went to the doctor she was like you need to eat more protein and you need to have more vitamin d so it's kind of like shit finding out what your body needs yeah absolutely
1: and like it is a very like individual type thing um depending on where you are where you are at in your life um but I think based on the evidence that's out there um, and what where humanity is at, where we're at in terms of 2020 and um, what foods are available to us, like we don't suffer in the Western world, at least from famine anymore. If anything, we have too much food that's available to us, but it's too it's calorie dense, but not nutrient dense. Yeah. Um, and so say for the likes of you, that like you need more protein and more and to com- like g- uh, omit dairy that's suitable for you. But you probably would still need the fruits and vegetables and the benefits that you get from that so the vitamins and minerals and um how they impact your body off af- like going forward you know what I mean yeah, so I'd yeah. say like since your uh doctor has said that you don't need dairy you've made more um transitions towards other foods that can contain the components that make up dairy but are not dairy
0: yeah well I didn't even tell her I wasn't eating dairy so she doesn't actually probably know that but I mean she just did a uh an annual physical and the annual physicals over here are way more intensive Mm -hmm. or else I just never got one in Ireland but um I'm imagining that since I don't eat dairy I am definitely probably not I haven't purposely looked into how to replace those things that I'm missing from dairy but even let's say like I would be naturally very skinny but she told me that my low my carbohydrates what was it no 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 not carbohydrates cholesterol was too low and it will affect my brain development and i could get alzheimer's from it in the future so i mean if you looked at me you would think oh jesus she looks very fit but actually there's so many things that i need to fix in my diet and like you said you're not like you're curvier but you're you eat healthier and you're so your body's working at it's what's that word like uh maximum oh like as it's optimized yeah 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 so i think that's important thing to recognize with diet diet doesn't mean getting skinny when we talk about it it means whatever your body is naturally at to yeah to to get bring it back to that but it's interesting about the cholesterol
1: how you think you're more at risk of alzheimer's the opposite is true is if if your cholesterol is too high it can also cause alzheimer's so So your body effect anyway yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) just be healthy it's just it's easy it's easy yeah yeah, yeah. and being
0: healthy not just for to get to a certain body shape but being healthy for getting like it so if if you have a healthy diet it's going to help with your sleep right Oh, 100%. And it's going to help with your... How you think during the day, how you feel. And then coming back to sex, it's going to help with your libido.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, and that's no. kind of
0: what I was looking up for researching for this before, but having a good diet no matter what. Like, I know we were trying to look into specifics of what food helps, but really, it ba- basically, is just having a good, standard, healthy diet. What would you consider a good, standard, healthy diet, though?
1: Um, I think if I was to put it like a hard and fast rule on it, it would be try to be as non-processed as possible. Okay, So... Whether you want to include and like this has scientifically been proven for people to live as long as we do now. Like, so if you look at like people that live to up to 100 or like what the healthiest diets are, there is no hard and fast rule of what diet is the best. But the main confounding factor that w- implicated all of them was if it is a diet mainly based on plants um, with or without meat um, and uh, f- uh, water being the main component of drinking. And so, once you kind of like follow that heart and fast rule, your body will do the best it can for you.
0: I always forget to drink water. i literally be like, I'm like, I, my, Natalie, I've actually on the podcast before, so listeners will know her, but I called her one day days and I was like, I think I have COVID again. And she was like, Have you drank water? And I was like, Not in five days. <laughs> and it was just dehydrated because you'd forget.
1: So you can survive for 30 days without food as long as you're drinking water. Jesus. But you cannot survive without water.
0: Water's amazing.
1: It's up my water I'm going to drink. Yeah, it makes up 70% of your body, man. (laughs) Like, drink your fucking water. I know, I know, I know.
0: I drink tea, though.
1: Yeah, that will contribute. Oh, tea is a really good health food, yes. I I drink 10 cups of tea. Yeah, I've seen. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm always afraid that it's, like, bad because you're meant to wee it out. Well, no, you you will
1: wee out any liquid that you drink. oh okay (laughs) okay i'm like like a health expert in there i'm drinking the red. Do you know why i drink the red wine over like anything else is because the reservatrol in the red wine is meant to be anti heart disease
0: oh yeah an anti-inflammatory
1: anti-inflammatory i kept that
0: (laughs) stored in my brain
1: (laughs) but in order to drink the amount of reservatrol to have those effects you have to be drinking like three liters of wine a day
0: oh okay
1: so and so drinking three liters of wine a day are going to completely negate any health yeah, benefits yeah, yeah. of the versatile. so i'm like oh uh, yeah it will be granted yeah, so moderation good. is yeah, key don't
0: be, ta- don't be weighing down on too much of the science <laughs> <laughs> no that's good so you're pro fiber yes
1: i'm very um, much pro fiber And why is that so um basically the reason why it started was i had to write a book chapter as part of my phd program for um heart patients it was for for clinicians to use to give to heart patients and started looking up at because i would have been very anti-carbohydrate um i lost a lot of weight when i was um in college like 70 pounds or so um and got really into nutrition and metabolism and everything and like started looking at carbohydrate quality and so fiber is the non-digestible part of carbohydrates you can only ever get it from carbohydrates and severely severely lacking in the western diet um in that most americans get their protein intake but they only three percent of americans get their the the amount of uh, fiber that they need in their diet
0: when you say carbohydrates you mean like potatoes and bread and stuff like that yeah
1: yeah potatoes breads oats and pastas how
0: are they not getting loads of fiber i feel like that's all they eat.
1: so interestingly enough the way food has been processed takes out the fiber that's mental yeah so that's why i say like if you're gonna like follow a hard and fast rule
0: try unprocessed rather than anything else that's a really good actual separation to make because i'd say people probably think oh fiber is good and then they go and eat like some bread but they're probably eating american bread or even in ireland bread from the anything in plastic <laughs> like, yeah ugh, yeah no you're processed. absolutely right
1: like as in anything that like isn't from like the the grocer's aisle like where the flan, uh, where the fruit and veg are or anything that hasn't been Like, I think a good rule is if you look at the ingredients list on a package, if it's more than 10 ingredients and you can't pronounce five of them.
0: Yeah, I can't ever pronounce any of them. Yeah.
1: So, like, just don't. Like, it's probably not good. But, like, also at the same time, we live in an environment where all these foods are available to us. So, like, there's no point in, like, beating yourself up if you're like, I just want to have a Twix today. Have your fucking Twix. It's more just every day. If you're consistently having a Twix every day, that's going to add up. And, like, the best example that I would have for that um, is if someone was smoking a cigarette three times a day yeah. you would not be surprised if in five years time they got lung cancer yeah, yeah, but yeah. we don't do the same for food like if i'm eating this shit basically it's yeah. completely processed foods chemicals that we don't really know what they do to our body and in five years time i have some sort of disease and they're like well it clearly isn't the food that you're eating like, what i've
0: been eating it for five fucking years like no no you know you're 100 100 right um and it's i think as well it's 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 so hard because i I think with uh, diet's like a funny word because i think when people think diet they think like again back to what i said before like weight loss and this is more actually diet about extending your life expectancy right right which in turn fits back into the podcast team because you can't have sex if you die tomorrow (laughs) 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 it's just not gonna happen (laughs) yeah you'll be dead
1: (laughs) but like i don't like i think we're in like such an environment where like sex positivity and we talk about sex a lot more and people are more open to talking about their sex life why wouldn't you want better sex yeah and a like a key proponent of that is first off feeling good about your body yourself um and then secondly actually fueling your body so that you have stamina so you feel sexy so you want to like perform in the bedroom like i just don't understand why you wouldn't want to promote that about your body
0: yeah, 100%. When I was looking up, so I was reading, now with the articles on my phone or video on my phone, so I can't look at it directly, but um, that there were certain foods that help and specifically was male. So like it was um, uh, like zinc, vitamin C. Um, magnesium. Magnesium and things that have, that are in certain, that food, no wait, food that has those in it really helps with a male's libido.
1: Yeah, so like, yeah, so the, I think the most proponent, like the most popular, um, uh like multivitamin for lads is zinc magnesium and a it's like zmas amino acids maybe i'm not 100% sure but it's it's in order to prefer, per, per, uh to promote like sperm vitality i guess um but also performance so like yeah. if got lads that get like a bit nervous magnesium is really important for like relaxation and like so if anyone has like performance anxiety that magnesium is going to help so there's zinc that's why they're um, promoted to help you fall asleep as well
0: that's amazing
1: yeah so that's why but like also like things like oysters and steak and all those kind of things are also known to promote sexual arousal but the only reason they do that is because they have these amino acids or um a certain uh uh like protein um that will promote that but it's it's not just the food in itself it's like the whole spectrum of everything
0: is that the same for women so the good food that's good for men would it be the same thing that's good for women as well i'm not
1: sure in terms of libido but i know that like zinc magnesium will be positive for women if they have cramps or if like
0: do you ever get that thing where your eye starts like twitching if you're like overtired
1: if you start taking a magnesium supplement that will get rid of it
0: isn't it mad that just something is simple but we just go our day-to-day life being like i now have this new twitch yeah yeah and it's like it, a something it wouldn't I'm even occurred say. to me to fucking get vitamins
1: yeah but like that's the thing like and if you can get your vitamins and minerals from food so like i always think about it this way and just as a disclaimer i'm not a medical doctor so i don't want people to be like dr serena the phd <laughs> doctor said i oh, should be taking this go to a clinician go to your md this is not i'm just saying what i know from the literature but Um, humans have evolved over two million years from the food that we had from the land. So Mother Earth gave us everything we need not in a like kind of preachy kind of way but like the Earth has given us the tools for us to survive this long. Um, And we've almost taken advantage of it and made it like we've like processed it and it's almost like we've shot ourselves in the foot in terms of we have loads of calories but they're not actually doing anything to evolve our species. Um, But if you think back to it, like for, like, we've done so much in the last 50 years or 100 years to food that we don't know what, that, what the outcome of that's going to be years yeah. li- going down the line. Especially for like, what are our babies going to look like? I don't want to be eating double cheeseburgers when I'm pregnant.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: I know it's a very tangential thing, but do you know what I mean? Like I said, if our bodies have evolved to eat things from the ground or from plants and whatever, and that's what it's best at doing, why wouldn't we do that? Because that's promoted the evolution of our species
0: so when you say from the ground and you said plant-based diet those are both the same thing are they yeah i would what say what is so. a plant what is a plant-based for the for the people like me who are, who are like is that less <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is, literally what is that? anything
1: from the ground anything so you mean th- like
0: nuts tomatoes yeah vegetables tomatoes uh, uh vegetables. any vegetables bread that has fruit Oh, because it comes off a tree.
1: Yeah, like as in bread, whole wheat, and like their grains. Oh, yeah.
0: and you would suggest you said before I asked you if sourdough was good. So
1: sourdough is actually really good for you because yeah. it's been fermented, and we've actually been doing that for millions of years. So our bodies have adapted to eating and using up fermented bread. Yeah. Um. But essentially, anything that doesn't really involve animals. Yeah. but like I'm not saying animal foods are bad for you either. Yeah. Because we
0: did used to eat meat back in the day wherever that was um but oh well okay well two things to say firstly um on a just a basic level if you're eating well and you feel well and you feel fit you're probably going to feel sexier you're not going to feel bloated so if you're eating sourdough bread instead of your processed bread like we all know not one person in this Cisco can say normal processed bread doesn't affect me it fucking affects all of us and we know it but it's just easier to go grab it but if we all took the extra time if this is our New Year's resolution because this will probably come up out around New Year's and I'd love for all of the listeners who tried this to let me know if a A they feel sexier b if any of them have performance anxiety if it helped it after maybe like a month we'll say like a month yeah even like two weeks yeah if it kind of helped a little bit with uh performance anxiety i guess more in men i guess for women but i guess if for even for women if you're not feeling blow, i know my sex life improved when i got my ibs under control mm. just because i wasn't like fuck well, i'm feeling bloated i'm gonna fart or shit here <laughs> sex. but you know that does it's a mental thing what i was going to say so that's kind of like more we're talking more like just slight but there is a scientific thing that we found that we briefly looked at today and it was that there was globin this is where you how <laughs> I say globin globulin there's a globulum.
1: globulin globulin yeah. i
0: can't fucking say it there's a globin <laughs> <laughs> and that's a sex hormone Hormone. Made. so there's no,
1: s- no 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 so the the Ooh. it's a, a globulin is like a word for um, a component Yeah So it's a sex hormone linked Globulin
0: So the globulin A like goblin and it eats yeah. up your sex hormone If we were to uh, <laughs> Say it traps your sex yeah, hormone Yeah well, a little fucking Little un- goblin that traps troll. So it yeah. traps it So certain foods Help Stop that Guy coming in And trapping your sex hormone
1: Yeah so the thing with sex linked Uh sex hormone linked globulins um is that they trap estradiol which is the women's hormone and to t- testosterone <laughs> for
0: <laughs> chalice restaurant <terrestron. laughs> okay that
1: one um uh yeah so testosterone and it, it wraps it up and it basically makes it more uh it traps it um so if there's more in your body um there'll be more of this present okay um and it should as far as i've read it should be giving it to um parts of the body that need it so if you have too high of this sex linked sex hormone linked globulin or too low it's bad either way yeah
0: but if you're eating a stable healthy diet yeah that's less likely to happen yeah that's so a good uh, i'd be very interesting with the fact that there's an increase in performance anxiety for men now of course i know a lot of it's in your head but that other thing that if you were also eating healthy I, would that be It'd be interesting to find out if that's a factor that would help towards not having performance anxiety.
1: Well, I think the the, the issue is is that um, studies that have gone into looking at diet and how that impacts health is very much directed towards cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, because they're the diseases that affect humankind right now. People aren't that concerned about erectile dysfunction. They don't care as much, which is mad because... If you can't get it up, you're not promoting the evolution of our species.
0: No, and we should do it for any of the listeners. Maybe we should put out like something. uh, Maybe I'll put out something on my Instagram for you guys to fill in. And for any of you who already feel it. uh, And I know it's hard now with COVID, so it's not going to happen. But maybe like in the future, you know, you can fill it in. And I'll just leave it up there for like the next year or something. Maybe we'll be able to do some sort of Yeah, even like off the cuff, like study. It's going to be interesting to see if if people find that the healthier, they ate. And again we're talking about just general sex drive and feeling sad and again for women as well i wonder if it does because i know yeah i actually i don't know maybe i got hornier with becoming older or maybe i got hornier after i stopped the dairy (laughs) (laughs) so you're definitely hornier now i'm way hornier yeah and i've had i had more one night stands when i wasn't hornier but it wasn't about that it wasn't about sex then because I didn't know I had an orgasm. It was more just about the fun of it, the thrill of it. Yeah, yeah. But now it's about pleasure. Yeah, now and I get like my getting body off. I, yeah, and I—I I mean, I get wetter than I've ever gotten. <laughs> Got that wop, as we say. <laughs> <laughs> we called it a kitty wet ass kitty. Yeah, wet ass like kitty. Like a walk.
1: Um, but it's interesting that you say that because so seventy percent of serotonin production happens in the gut, and so the reason why I'm obsessed with the fiber is that the fiber promotes good bacteria growing in your gut and those good populations
0: of bacteria make the
1: serotonin.
0: So serotonin's your happy
1: happy hormone. So we're
0: just that's amazing to know actually yeah. So even for me I feel like I have my sanity is much better since I got my IBS un, con, under control. And IBS is generally a factor of people who people who've had a dodgy childhood mm. usually have IBS. So I wonder Which
1: have, is related to the stress and it can be manifested I think that's like and this is going tangent again but like the our bodies keep in check of all the trauma that we deal with so I was a really big kid when I was growing up I also had a very traumatic childhood yeah so there is no way that those two aren't connected and the fact that I'm so obsessed with food now is obviously like an issue that I have for myself um but it's the way I show love and how I like look after people. Yeah. Um. And so, yes. But going back to the point, your body does keep check on the trauma, and your gut is so. You know, they're like, I feel it in my gut. Yeah. Your gut knows how to t- tell things to your brain before your brain even realizes. So there is a thing called the vagus nerve that connects most of your body parts to your brain, yeah. and whether we are not at the at the the progression of science to tell how they talk to each other but there's definitely a link Um, and it's all theoretical at this stage but like the fact that like if you feel nervous you get butterflies or if you fall in love you get butterflies in your stomach there's there's a reason for that before your brain even knows how to logically look after it or try to understand it your body's telling you what it wants yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. like
0: my gut will always tell me the guy that I'm dating isn't right, and I'm like, let's just go on here for a few more months. Let's ignore
1: that. <laughs> just see what happens.
0: Yeah. No, that is interesting. So, what are the bacterias in the? So, you're saying there's like little bugs and bacterias in your stomach?
1: Yeah. There's so there's bugs that inhabit your small intestine, um, and they feed on the fiber because back way back when when we were eating f- uh, food of the land, we didn't have all this processed foods because we only had predominantly fiber rich foods to eat. Yeah the gut bacteria in our guts evolved with us as we were going along. So they're sending messages being like, oh, this food works for us. This food doesn't work for us. This food, because we can digest it better, it means your brain can expand more.
0: Wait, sorry. So to get straight, the little bugs are going, I hate this. And it's connecting with your brain? Yeah. The little bugs?
1: Yeah, the little bugs this make, is the, mad. they send out signals to your cells and then this can connect to your brain telling you, that oh, I want to do this or I want to do that. <sighs> so that's why if I, like, and this is anecdotal, but if I eat shit food for a week, my brain's going to tell me, you look shit.
0: Yes.
1: Even though my body will not have changed yes. that much within a week. Um, If I eat really good for a week, I'm like, I'm the sexiest thing that's going. No, Don't no. care. Yeah. Like, I have no problem. And even the words that I say to myself, like, you're a good scientist. I believe that when I'm eating well. If I'm not eating well, I'm like, you're a fucking joke. Like, who the fuck do you think you are?
0: Um, I love this. Again, I, anybody listening, please... Try eat healthy for a while and let us know if this is having a positive reinforcement reinforcement. I think as well because even once I stopped eating dairy and um for me I stopped drinking beer and and I stopped eating bread. Now I only eat sourdough. That's the only bread I eat. Um, I definitely got more and it could have been just growing up as well. But like you know, and that's only been like two years, two well three years before I was doing the podcast. Um, and I feel like I got more confident as well and more secure maybe there was other factors but i just wonder if diet was a huge i would say it is a massive contributor
1: to how you feel how you're going about your life how how it actually impacts because this is something that we do as humans three times a day at least or if not two for like i don't eat breakfast so i have i have a meal twice a day um and how that is not going to compound over the years like say if you're putting five euro in your bank account every day and that equated to your three meals yeah how much would you have built up and then say you put it in a bank account with a really good interest rate yeah what that how that compounds as well so your body's the same thing it's keeping check of what what you're eating what you're doing all the time and that's definitely going to impact how your body functions and how your brain works and how like everything and like going back to like sex like obviously like as in why do they say that women in their 30s like they get to a stage like obviously we've matured and stuff but they just don't give a fuck about how their bodies look necessarily. They just mm. want to have a good time because their brains have gotten that far. But like, would you not want to have a good time while still feeling sexy in yourself? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you
0: know what I mean? No, I, absolutely. I think as well. Um, I was going to ask you something there, and I'm after forgetting it because you were saying something about what were you saying before that? Before the sex pair, um, uh, the five euro going into a bank account. Mm. No, it's it slipped my mind. But even back to the to the to the little buggies. Um, oh, yeah. So you you would you you should be really feeding them a certain amount um, of fiber so that they're what happens if they're not getting then they're sending negative messages to you at
1: that no time? so what happens is so depending on what you're eating so say for instance I have a diet that's like predominantly plant based unprocessed yeah the good bacterial species will grow um, and become the most popular bugs in your gut yeah yeah. but then if i switch over to a week later and that th- it will happen as quickly as this yeah. um a week later i have a week of like unprocessed food diet or processed yeah, yeah, food yeah, diets yeah. the bad bugs will start growing and they'll start like taking over um so it's like different populations and what
0: happens if they take over
1: if they take over they um they can eat at your cell wall jesus <laughs> yeah, more yeah. in your stomach yeah yeah no literally and <laughs> um they can they can actually cause and this is like the extreme cases of it um but they can cause gaps in your cell uh in your intestinal wall and so those bacterial species will actually go into your blood circulation and then cause inflammation if you have inflammation you're like low grade chronic inflammation you're not going to be feeling horny what's
0: inflammation though where oh it's like when you're feeling bloated in the face well
1: i wouldn't go as far as that like it's just
0: you know sometimes if you have a few beers you're fucking bloated the next day
1: yeah, I think that's more a water thing, water retention oh, okay. thing, attention. um, and a diuretic, and all, yeah. obviously you're dehydrated. Um, but this is over a course of a while before this, like uh, the, the, the the cell wall breaking down yeah, is yeah. a thing. Um, but low grade inflammation of the body is a common contributor to type two diabetes, heart disease, Jesus. stroke,
0: cancer. Okay, so that's actually fucking. This is really sorry. Drop me uh, earphones. This is a very serious thing. Yeah, um, I actually remembered what I was going to say. Well it's mm. two things One yeah. Do you think we're bugs In someone's stomach Do you think the world Is yeah, what? Like, what? This is like a fucking simulation I like I'm honestly I'm just
1: kind of like uh, I'm about to
0: walk Into the wall in a second Because <laughs> for the listeners We had one drink before this And it went straight to our head <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sound As
1: scientific as I, I possibly can I'm like We
0: probably think we sound great And then I listen back And be like Jesus that sounds like too Because it wasn't just one drink It was like a
1: it was a really strong cocktail. It was
0: something bad for the bugs, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. The, like, bugs, are going the bugs, bugs are definitely walked into the walls now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, um, the other thing I was going to say, okay, so here's your argument for someone who it was like I don't f- have time to make good meals because I know that I'm my, that'd be me a lot of the time I'm like fucking trying to do po- before the pandemic trying to do podcasts I was working two day jobs I was running out the door and um now lucky enough the job I was working in they made healthy food but let's say they didn't I would have probably definitely leaned on the side of grabbing something like a to-go lunch or so you think of people who are working like till nine o'clock every night it's just easier for them to, them to grab process but what i'm going to say to those people and you'll probably agree with this is if you take that extra 10 minutes in the morning just to make pre-make your lunch make something healthy i don't know extra 20 minutes so that you even pre-make your dinner so it's in your lunchbox because like my stepmom would get up at, get up in the morning she would pre-make the dinner going out mm-hmm. but you're actually going to be more efficient so instead of you work until nine eating your fucking cup of noodles or whatever You'd be more efficient actually just getting up ten minutes earlier, having your lunch ready to go, and you probably wouldn't have to work online. You could probably leave at eight because your your brain, brain is working more better because yeah. you're fueling it right. Yeah, I could agree
1: completely, and like I think it's really hard to try and convince someone be like, no, actually I want to live, this. but like. First off, if you don't look after your health now, you're paying for medical bills later. That's just the end of it. Like, I don't want to be the type of person that has type 2 diabetes when I want to play with my grandkids. And I'm looking after trying to put insulin into my body every 30 minutes or risking low blood sugar. Do you know what I mean? I think when it comes to health, because... We don't have to deal with these diseases immediately. It's like you're not. If you had a heart attack tomorrow, mm. you'd be like, "Oh fuck, I need to start looking after my health." Yeah, yeah. But it's something that happens so way down the line that you don't even consider it.
0: Yeah, and I think men. I of the men listening. I think you're way worse than women. Yeah, when it comes to for, cardiovascular health, or for for just getting yourself actually, looks, checked at the, at the like, I was looking into this thing. This is like a little separate, but I was looking into why male um, contraception hadn't come further on and like human trials for this gel that would slip in it's kind of like a a step before a vasectomy it's just a gel they they stick in for a couple of years and then they can reverse it they put this little acid in but i was like how's that ever but then i thought about it guys won't even go to the doctor yeah no, never they mind don't. going to get contraception stuck in their balls yeah,
1: the, the, it's mad though because like 15 years ago my dad had a heart attack and i remember my mom going like he was getting sick And my mom was like, you're not okay. Like, you need to go to the hospital. And he was like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. He got sick the third time. And my mom was like, I'm not... And like, bearing in mind, my mom was literally about to pop with my last sister. Nine months pregnant. She had her baby five days later. Dad went to the hospital and he had his heart attack. And... He wouldn't have gone if mom wasn't there. No, and <laughs> I
0: wonder why is that, and it an isn't men like I, the men men I know who've never even gotten a physical, like a yearly physical, and it's covered in their insurance. So I'm like, just fucking, go, it's just free. go,
1: yeah, no, absolutely, especially or like never
0: the- got STD tests because they're like that's oh, grand if it falls off it like they'll know then but like I'm like there's stuff inside you that you don't even know I'm maj- I, no, just again, like, no. <laughs> I, I wish we could do a million tests here I'm like again please let let me know I think I'll put up a ton of surveys yeah. how many men get STD tested I think maybe I, I just think the fear is more in women and I hope I'm not generalizing here but I I'm just going off all of the guys that I know friends comedians everything and from what they've said in stories, and I and I definitely know that if there, there has to be sur- some survey out there that says men won't go to the doctor as much, yeah, because there was all that stuff for testicle cancer because they were trying to promote it for November because men just won't get themselves checked.
1: The, like I just yeah exactly, and like we need to like we need to destigmatize mental health, especially around lads, because yeah. they just don't want to and talk physical, about
0: even just going to the fucking doctor. Just like Go to
1: the fucking doctor. <laughs> Who doesn't want two fingers up the arse?
0: Oh yeah I love it <laughs> my, my my gynecologist was like So she does the in And then she's like No you don't have to If you don't want to Most people pass up in it But you want me to check the What's it called Like up your eyes?
1: Prostate yeah, and Well like, a lad has a prostate Well I don't
0: know what I ever had I'd be like Check Colo- away. Col- Check away <laughs> I think maybe
1: it was like A colonoscopy
0: I don't know. No, a colonoscopy I got before and they shiv... Uh, they do a camera, right? Ooh, that's fucking horrific. Oh. Um, and for anybody who needs to get it, can still get it done. It was just horrific for me because I was only 19 and I woke. you wake up at the end. So it was just a bit of a shock to be like in the room. I wasn't mm. expecting to wake up. But other than that, it's not horrific. I was exaggerating. I shouldn't oh. have exaggerated there.
1: I actually find um, getting my smear done or what's it called in America? There, smear, yeah. oh, this Is still uh, smear? Yeah, I find it very invasive. Like I just get really overwhelmed afterwards, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> I remember the nurse like patting me, being like, Are "You okay?" And
0: I'm like, she's like, "You're doing really well." But like, is you. it the smear or the colposcopy? The colposcopy is the one where they take the bits out of you.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't get, I haven't gotten that because I haven't had any unusual cells yeah. down there yet. Um, yet touch what I hope I never do. But um, I always found it really yeah like overwhelming and we don't talk about it enough like as in women's no. health has definitely been put on the like back burner in, ter- in re- which is ironic yeah, because it's lads- so funny
0: because lads don't go to the doctor but women will be more likely to go to the doctor but we don't know about their health but i think it's more that a woman will go now correct me if i'm wrong a woman will go if there's like a cough or something like if she's like coughing her guts up and she has like chest infection mm-hmm. whereas i think a lad will be like I'm crying, I'm, crying, I'm crying but i think a woman is less likely to go for like we've had like, I know my friends have had a STD tests, but my friends who have had a STD tests. It wasn't until I told them to get a pap smear that they were like well into their late 20s, maybe early 30s where they were like, oh, no, I've never gotten a pap smear.
1: I think it's one of those things that the humans do think that they're almost invincible and they don't yeah. understand, especially in their early 20s, and mid 20s.
0: It's probably the fear as well, because you're like, oh, if you're told
1: something. Yeah, like I remember going for an STD check um, about a year ago and I was like, OK, look, you have to do this. It's grand, yeah. whatever. Go in for it. And I remember having to call them to get my results and I was terrified. Like my heart just dropped and I was like, what if I have fucking chlamydia or something? And it's like, not that I'm not usually doing unprotected sex, but like, you know, you have a moment or whatever. And you're like, what if I gave that person something and it's condoms are like 99.7% effective and all that kind of as a scientist.
0: I'm like... <laughs> you're like, that trip saying can go a long way. I'm like, I do <laughs> It's the medium. <laughs> <laughs> Serena taught me what medium means earlier so now I'm going to use it in every conversation. But... I think so as well. Even my friends who've got an SCD test, they've probably got an SCD test maybe once in their life, uh, and only if there was the fear coming. So I do think the majority of people aren't getting SCD tests, aren't getting checked, their health checked. And if you're listening to this, also please go get a fucking smear test. Yeah, um, get your and smear test. COVID, but when it, whenever you can, go get it done because that's very important. Um, but what I was going to say to you there was. Uh, Oh, I didn't get my first STD test until I was 25 at least. Because I moved to America when I was 24 and it was at least a year into being here that I went to the Brooklyn Free STD. Now, because I was just like, you know, I didn't, I was like, I always thought something would pop up in your vagina if you needed to. And the only reason why I went was because I had an allergic reaction to soap. I thought I had herpes. Oh, really? And then my daughter, she was so nice. She just laughed at
1: me. That's really interesting. Um, Because the first time I went for an STD check, I was probably 19 but I hadn't had sex yet and I remember this lad that I was kissing uh, a couple of days later after we had met up the last time and he was like yeah I have this cough and I was like okay oh God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he was like
1: yeah but like I went down on you so like do you have anything okay
0: oh lads stop you were like yeah my vagina has a flu
1: <laughs> my vagina has covid been sneezing the whole
0: time yeah you're you're patient zero through <laughs> your badge.
1: and i was like no i like i haven't even had sex
0: yet like what and so if you don't mind speaking about your personal life you how old were you when you had sex 20 20 yeah was really nice. <laughs> yeah. i think that's great uh, no. I think I could have fucking waited till I was twenty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I kind of like. I'm glad I did, but I also I'm kind of glad. Or I'm not glad I did. Um, the first bit so I grew up in like a very traditional household. My parents are Muslim. Um, they've chilled out a lot now. Yeah. Um. But when I was growing up, they were super strict. Like, kind of arranged marriage, going down Jeez. that route. Even in Ireland. Yeah. Even in Ireland. And how
0: did they feel about being Muslim and with those opinions in Ireland? What is you? Oh, they didn't give
1: a fuck. They were like, these are our rules. We don't give okay. a fuck what anyone else thinks. And they
0: didn't think that the outside world would. impact impact how their kids
1: grew up so that was the thing so I'm the eldest of five kids and I literally was like I don't need this in my life like I want my freedom I want whatever so I left home when I was 20 met a lad at the same time and he was white and catholic and my parents just weren't happy with it at the time like they've chilled out a lot more now and um, it's fine but I dated that lad for nearly eight years and it took two years for my mom to accept him and my dad three years and they were both very much like look this is a past time you'll get over and we'll be fine and because I still was dating him and we did date for a long long time yeah. um and like that's the that's the reason why I did have sex with him because I was like this is the lad I'm gonna marry
0: wait how long were you dating him before you had sex if you don't mind me asking <laughs> like three weeks <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I know. I thought you were going to say like a year or something.
1: No, no. But like, that's the point. Like, I was like, I'm never going to have sex with lads and blah, blah, blah until I get married. And then this lad comes along and I'm like, you're the one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but, and you did last fucking eight years.
1: Yeah, yeah, we did last eight years. And so
0: it took your dad three years to get on board with it.
1: Yeah, he was like, all right, well, he's not a pastime. We'll see how this goes.
0: Isn't it interesting though, for your brothers and sisters, you kind of paved the way. Yeah, absolutely. So it probably made it more easier and accepting for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Like my sister's uh, current boyfriend, um, is white and he's lovely. And my parents absolutely adore him. My younger brother, um, they like they're literally like, "Do what you want. You're seventeen years old. We're happy wherever you're at." And the same with my youngest sister. They're like, "We accept you for who you are, wherever you're at in your life, no matter what it is. It's okay."
0: That's great. So they kind of grew with you, and with you being like, "Hey, it's like you taught them." I suppose so, a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's and so eight years you were with your ex and then that ended yeah do you want to talk about that uh yeah we can like it, it, like
1: actually it's actually such a wild story because like obviously having to like convince my parents that like he's the person for me and I love him so much and everything else and um we lived together for about seven years and I had just finished up my PhD like what was it, January of last year so
0: 2019. I'd say that was important for them as well, that you going through all your college kind of shows that having a relationship didn't affect any of that.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, like as in when I left home at 20, my parents were very much like, do this on your own. We don't give a fuck. Like, and you did. Yeah. So I'd like had multiple amount of jobs, like put myself through college. It's amazing. Yeah. It's no. inspirational. Yeah, oh, thanks. No, it <laughs> is. It is
0: because, you know, a lot of kids at 20 might not do that. They might not kind of go, f- you know, I know what I'm capable of. I'm willing to and then you know and you still i know your relationship didn't work out in the end but like i said you've probably made it a lot easier for your brothers and sisters because they were like yeah. okay actually they probably feared that you wouldn't be successful or that he would be distracting and it you know he it didn't he it didn't you still were you
1: yeah no exactly and like i think for me as well as like if i set my mind to it I'm, I'm getting it done it does not matter yeah um and like it was great having him around like he was he was great for like being in my support network and yeah. being very caring for our relationship like i know for the last three weeks of my phd when i was writing up my thesis and stuff he would like stay with me in the building that i was working in Mm. and like bring me pizza or dinner like he was very good that way um but then i handed in in january of 2019 and not literally like a week later um i was getting ready for an engagement party for one of my best friends from school and um i was in my mom's house we were having dinner with her um with her and um I was like, mum, I'm going to go up to my apartment. I was, I was making a cake in mum's house and I was like, I'm going to go get dressed in the apartment and I'll come back down. So obviously my relationship had gotten better with my parents over the years since yeah. I left, which was 10 years ago. Um, and so this is only like a year or two ago. And mum was like, Okay, will um, I'll see you later. So went up to the apartment with and um, was getting ready. And I remember specifically saying, to him like I got I was like in a really nice dress and I had really nice makeup on and I was like how did you land a fox like me and he was like three Saz I don't know and Saz was my nickname yeah and so my mom called me then she was like where are you and she was like you need to come home right now and I was like it's kind of weird I was like mom mom away, I had to go back to her house to collect a cake that I baked and mm-hmm. um, for this engagement party and she was like you need to come home right right away and do not bring and I was like all right it's kind of weird yeah. so I hung up the phone and like obviously straight away I'm like Mom doesn't want you to come with me to the house. And she, he was like, That's kind of strange. And I was like, Yeah, it's fucking weird. We go back to the house and uh, we, we're driving down, and he's like, I remember, and this goes back to I had an awful feeling in my gut.
0: Oh, those fucking bugs were giving you signals. They were like, Oh no.
1: And they were, I was like, Something's fucking wrong this time. I was like, Dad's died. Oh, fuck. Okay. Genuinely, like, something's gone wrong. And um we were driving down the road, and I was like, "Look, it'll be fine. We'll be done in like fifteen minutes. I'm sure it's fine. It can't be something as serious as that." Dad. Yeah, I thought like some like it was something really drastically wrong, and I remember saying to him, "I th- I have a bad feeling about this," and he was like, "Oh no, it's fine. It's fine." And so then got into. The, I was like, "Just park somewhere, and I'll go into the house. It'll be fine." um And I d- I mentioned before that we were in mom's for dinner prior. Mm and um, so I get into the house and my little brother opens the door and he just looks real solemn and I see my sister's boyfriend and he looks kind of solemn and okay. I'm like what the fuck's going on and they're like they're in the kitchen so I go into the kitchen and my mum and sister are standing there and I'm like what's going on and they're like okay we need you to breathe for like 10 seconds just calm down Like I'm like what the fuck's going on like genuinely in my heart I was like my dad's died and they were like I've been cheating on you oh, and I was like what? Okay. What? No, no. Like, honestly, like, fell to the chair. There's, there's no way. Like, no way. Yeah. This lad that I've like, told my parents about. Like, literally fought for him. Everything. Like, there's no way you cheat on me. And like, just honestly, like, shock. So then my mom showed me these like screenshots of messages. And like, it's like, say for my sister was saying. She's like, oh, this is that friend or whatever. And I honestly, I'm like, I'm confused as fuck. I'm like, I can't read anything because my whole world has turned upside down. Yeah. And so what ended up happening was mom was getting text messages from my little sister's tutor who i hired back in september and this tutor was saying sending screenshots of a conversation that her and were having and it was you don't teach a little girl in sydney parade do you and she was like yeah i do and the conversation went on and she was like I know that you're Serena's boyfriend. You need to stop fucking around because Serena's a nice girl. Yeah. And he was like, she doesn't know that anything, does she? And the girl was like, no, but like, stop. we need to stop this. And he, he was like, please don't ever say anything. I promise I'll leave you alone for good. And that was the conversation. Those screenshots were sent to my mom. So my mom had hired this woman um, that I had hired, like I'd found. Yeah. She was teaching my little sister maths. And it so happened that the, the same girl had to be cheap, cheating on so me, she like,
0: didn't know it was your boyfriend she just no. started oh my god stop stop yeah. that's um that's te- like such a coincidence such a coincidence so She just out she he starts like dating her and then she's like fuck this is
1: serena so this woman like my mom had hired her and the only reason we got found out was because when we were at dinner prior to this happening uh mom was saying Uh, oh like this girl needs somewhere to stay for a couple of days and she was asking the kids is okay if she stays with us and she had a very unique name and she was ethnic as well so if you know Dublin is fucking tiny and it's full of white people so if you have an ethnic name and uh, a unique name you're going to know who it is and my friend Catherine was there as well and Catherine was like oh only in like because I live in like a pretty big house and she was like only in this house would you be able to say like what room will we put her in she joked being like i'll just put her in the west wing so he fully knew who this girl was knew exact and was texting her because the the messages on the screenshots
0: so he knew how close to home it was yeah
1: he knew and like we were driving down when i was like i have a really bad feeling in my stomach and he couldn't even admit it then so then after this whole transpired and i actually got it i was like there's no fucking way been cheating on me like there's no way and mom, I was like I'm going to the engagement party and mom and Safer were like Serena please don't do this like you're like this is madness Mm. I was like no I'll be fine I just need to know from him Mm. because I need the truth so then I was like pick me up and he collects me and he I get in the car and he's like what was that about and I was like you know exactly what that was about park the car we drive for two minutes in silence and like honestly this will haunt me but he parks the car turns off the engine and is like go for it when he fully knew he had been caught fucking dead and he couldn't even admit like the truth mm. to me then and I was just well going, he's
0: probably like hoping it's like something else yeah, yeah. and
1: then but like even like if, if it was even something else I'd be like
0: what did he what did he say when he said it all?
1: oh he I was like thin? have you ever been che- have you ever cheated on me like I literally was just like yeah and he was like yeah once <gasps> and he was like but it was just a kiss was it no <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm such a dumb cunt. I be
1: like, okay, <laughs> yeah. let's get married. Right. <laughs> and I literally I was, I was like, I'm going to this engagement party on my own. You can fuck off. I went to the engagement party on my own, drank a load. You went on your own. Yeah, I went but, on. My, I did with friends. A, uh, my best friend from yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
0: God, you still went. Fair, fair play. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, um, you're dead right. Um, how, how did you know the girl? So wait, sorry, but you got this girl
1: for her. Yeah, I got my. I got this. How tutor. did you get her? Oh, it just it was, I put up an ad on like Gumtree oh, or something. Oh, so you never met? Not really. No, like as in because I wasn't living at home. She was just like she'd come on Sundays teach Sarah maths, and then. Oh, so but you mean
0: you would like put an ad out? Got it for your math? Yeah, I like screened oh, her, and made sure. Oh my I know.
1: What are the fucking chances? What
0: are the fuck? How did he meet her? How did he? Oh,
1: I think he met her on a night out or something. I don't know how they met.
0: Um, the thing is though, it's too close to home for there not to have been other girls.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like you know, as in If he's getting
0: caught with that There's probably girls That you don't even know about for nights out and stuff
1: And the worst thing about it was He just kept lying about it yeah. So it was like Oh it was just a kiss Then I found out that There was a hotel room involved <gasps> And he was like I haven't talked to her in ages And then I found when you,
0: when you showed him The hotel stuff What did he say?
1: Oh so He tried to lie to my face About that I was like Was it just a kiss And he was like Yeah I swear It was just a kiss Looking at me And I was like I know about the fucking hotel room yeah. And he just Kind of just looked down couldn't uh, admit it like
0: gosh. yeah. Like, what's the text message thing?
1: Uh, the te- so he said I was like When was the last time You contacted her? And he was like I haven't contacted her in ages Like I swear The weekend I was away With my girls Because it was the last hurrah Before I moved to America He was texting her So while I was writing My thesis for my PhD And he's he, running
0: the pizza And being all nice Yeah He's, he's texting still texting around. this girl I oh, can't even Have lost all faith
1: Yeah oh completely Like I said And we were like Honestly like Like Katie I was like, we're a couple of girls. I'm so in love with this man. I'm ready to have babies with him. I'm ready to get married. Everything. My world turned upside down on the 20th of January, 2019. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I invested so much in this guy, trying to convince my parents, everything else. And I was just like, after that, I
0: was like, oh fucking people surprise you <laughs> fair play to your one for sending those screenshots oh most people wouldn't i don't know now it, i because I like i i was ta- i was seeing a guy and he ended up saying that the girlfriend was an open girlfriend but i still to this day don't think it was and i've always thought should i have ever fucking screenshot that message and sent it to her via instagram but i thought i just don't want to get involved i know, you don't want what it. if what if it is open then it's weird then i'm gonna get in trouble uh, but then this girl like so unfair on her and I just couldn't Because I wanna seem, wouldn't want to seem dramatic And like I just ended it I was like No good luck This all oh, sounds fucking weird
1: No exactly no, Like honestly One of the things that I actually like Because the girl messaged me And she's like I'm so sorry oh, Like I hope you don't hate me were. And I was like No, no Thank you for giving me good. this Blessing yeah. Because I don't want to marry a man That's going to do that to me
0: I knew a girl Who was with her fella And some guy Some girl reached out to her And saying He's cheating on you cheating on me With him Cheating on you with me uh, but I didn't know he had a girlfriend and I'm actually seeing him on Facebook and I just thought, you know what, no one deserves that. And she was like, he said to her, oh, that's just some girl who's fucking jealous of me. She's like, I was doing that. And then so she was like, oh, or, it, or maybe it was his guy friend reached out actually now that I'm thinking about. No, I think and then eventually his guy friend then confirmed it. And she was like, oh, but she was like willing to be like, oh, yeah, that's just some crazy girl after message me.
1: No, like I said, if
0: anybody's messaging you, though.
1: Like, why would they have the fucking like? I know there's like people that like want to get out to hurt you, but like, why? Yeah, it's weird to the that extent. And like, there were screenshots and everything else. Oh yeah, this is like this is proper. And she and like his reaction was the worst because he was like, "Oh, you've ruined both of our lives." I'm like, he said that. Yeah, to her. To her. Yeah. Afterwards, she had
0: nothing to do with it. She she was just some random who kissed some guy she fancied. Yeah, and
1: like she just told me the truth, and I was like, "Thank fucking God," because like. Otherwise, I would be with that unevolved prick right now. Yeah, and he's definitely done it. Like,
0: not like it'd be very highly unlikely that he just happened to get caught with the one person, because it happened to be the one person that's close to your family. Like, I'd be very surprised if there wasn't other people. Oh, I would be. uh, Or there definitely would have been other people in the future. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't
1: want to say once a cheater, always a cheater, but like. But
0: you, if you got, if you get away from it and you have no guilt, and he's bringing you pizza. And then going out and having sex with your one, yeah, exactly, or trying to have sex or whatever went on. Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: like it was just it because I remember the screenshots of him texting her, like sexting her or whatever. Yeah, was at the same time he was texting me while I was at the girl, we uh, on the weekend away with the girls, yeah. and I was like, you texted her at the same fucking yeah, time, fuck. like fuck. I like, like, like some fucking sociopath. Oh, like or legit, like, like as in sister. I'm like lack um, of empathy. Anyway, lack of empathy. And like not in a like oh I'm the best fucking girl that you'll ever get or whatever but it's just very much like I did so much for you yeah I risked my family for you yeah and this is what you do like my family fully accepted you and like yeah they were a little bit like hesitant I get that but like we all grow we all like learn we all develop and they like they like they put you in with open arms and to turn that back on me to hurt me like that like it's just like, why would I want someone like that in my life?
0: Yeah, yeah. like I hope he regrets and I hope he realises it. But if he's a narcissist, he'll manage to justify it to himself. Like.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm kind of like at the stage where I'm like, Do you know what? he doesn't give a fuck about me, but that's not my problem.
0: Yeah, and like fucking, you know, you're here in America. Can I ask you a question? Did him cheating on you affect your future relationships? Did it make you more, less trusting? Did it make you more likely to worry or feel insecure? Um, I think...
1: For right now, I'm very much in a stage of my life where if I don't have to convince someone to love me and yeah. I don't have to convince you to see how great I am. Yeah. So if I have a sniff of I feel like you think I'm not worth your time, I will go. Yeah. Um which I think is a bit more cutthroat than I would have been young when I was younger. Yeah. And I definitely was a lot more insecure when I was younger as well. Whereas now I'm just like I've got everything going for me, so why wouldn't someone love me?
0: Yeah, but I'd say this other ex-boyfriend—he did love you. Yeah, he no, just had just... his cake and then he ate it too, and I'd say he did appreciate it. Yeah, but if I'd say he was the type of person who could justify doing these little things. Yeah, exactly, just to get his rocks
1: off or whatever, but not understanding like what that means for me and like infidelity—you can fuck off. No, no me too. Um, yeah, like,
0: but can you? Do you feel that you're able to, with a new partner, just trust them again at normal, or do you feel a little? untrusting now because of it or
1: um no i think i definitely i'm like in terms of like jealousy or whatever i'm like if you're gonna cheat on me you're gonna cheat on me yeah that's what like what this has shown me but if you're gonna go down that route, please just tell me because
0: yeah. and you do tell partners what you're yeah true. i think oh, that's yeah. really important because then that way if it did happen again they've no fucking like oh i was dumb i was drunk or whatever cause, yeah because that you they know that you're coming in with this sort of wound
1: yeah exactly and i'm like that's fine if, that, if that's where you're at in your life do not take me along for that ride uh. because I just I'm not interested like I'm at a stage in my life where I do want to have a long-term partner I want to have babies I want to settle down I really love being in love and yeah. I love being myself. yeah like Aww. I just I, like it hasn't ruined that aspect um I think I'm just a bit more careful now I'm like don't make me feel like I'm not like the queen of this relationship because yeah. I'm not I'm not here for this
0: yeah yeah no, it's great. <laughs> I think it's great for people to hear who've gone through that, like um to kind of being like okay this is my baggage but i'm not so i'm not gonna put it on top of you yeah like
1: my future relationships should not should not suffer from someone else's mistakes yeah
0: and you were in a fucking eight year long relationship yeah, so long i'm <laughs> happy for you that you're out of it and then you came over here you had some fun sexy time oh yes Good. <laughs> yeah you you made up for your i made up time. for last time like it was great,
1: great. um and like it, it's also like fun because like you got to like be like oh this is interesting or like i didn't know that this is something that would turn me on or (laughs) nothing like too weird i know
0: like i found that like the first time a guy started playing with my nipples and i was like there was probably like (laughs) there was a fair amount of sexual partners in before that happened that i was like oh i like this i like this (laughs) so it's good
1: i think it's funny though because like when you're a singleton and uh you're like you have your own apartment and it's your own space and stuff Mm. and a lad come comes over and They're like, oh, I'm just going to like sleep here. And you're like, no, like, I know you just licked my butthole, but get the fuck out. (laughs) Like, I do not need this in my life
0: That's so funny because I'm the opposite. I'm like, yeah, stay over because I love cuddling and stuff. But I think the older I get, the less likely I will be to do that, actually. But actually, I usually have sex after like a third date. So it feels Um, more when I did have one night stands, I'm trying to think, I know I probably, yeah, would have stayed over, had them stay over. But in the morning, it would have been a bit weird. It would have been like, mm.
1: yeah, no. They always came over to mine for some reason. It was always like a second or third date yeah. type thing, and then I'd be like, okay, bye. And yeah. Be like, oh, what? And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. Get oh, cause out. see, whereas
0: if I wait till the third date, it's because I want to date them. Um, I'd be more likely to have a one night stand if I didn't want to date them.
1: Yeah, I was in a stage where I was like, I don't want to date anybody. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. The
0: thing, I did have though a couple of one night stands when I was in Ireland after my serious relationship, where. Oh no, one of them here where he... Or sorry, in Ireland, sorry. Where he stayed so long the next day. And like I knew his friend. And I texted his friend being like, I came downstairs clean and he still hasn't left. And then like my roommate was laughing. And he was like, I'll go up and like just make some noise. And like he was just asleep in the bed until... And then eventually I was like, I have to go to work. You have to leave. But like it was mental. He was just like chilling in the bed. Oh my God. The audacity. Sorry. I know. I know, right? And then in Ireland as well, the um not in ireland sorry in america as well i only was kissing this guy because at that stage i was going through a thing where i didn't want to have one night stands because sex was messing with my head a little bit and i wanted a boyfriend so i was like okay whoever i hang out with or whatever i'm just gonna like withhold it until i know what i want from them mm-hmm. like fair enough i want just sex or i want a relationship but i was at that stage where i knew i just couldn't do it when I was drunk because uh, it just confused me a little bit yeah. and so this guy like we met up we were we were kissing and I knew him he was also a comedian and I was like and we went back to mine but I was like I'm not going to have sex with him just because I don't really know what I want from him yet And but he stayed over and he just never woke up so I went off I did my shopping and it was the same situation again Did he again. die? I, I don't know like I go in and check on him he breathing 5pm <laughs> hits and I come back in I've been in the kitchen or I went shopping as well I came back and then I was like Hey, we have to go, and he was like, "Okay," and I was like, "You have to leave." So, because I think the guy in Ireland, I just left there, and I think my roommate, my roommate was a guy, and he was, I think he dealt with it. But I I must call him and ask him what actually happened with that exactly. But this guy in America, I was like, "You have to go." So at five, we both left, and then I get a text message off him like eleven o'clock at night while I'm at work because I was working in the bar at the time, and he goes, um, "Hey, I left my keys." No it must not been 11 It must have been actually Like more like 7 Because I think it was only work A couple hours at the stage Right And he was like Or maybe he went out And he realised Maybe he went straight out But he was like I left my keys um in yours I can't find them and I was like, okay, Is this well.
1: a way of, like, getting a second date or something?
0: I don't know. My friend was like, do you think he's homeless? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> was just looking for a place to crash. <laughs> but I was like, I'm in work till, like, 4 or 5 a.m. tonight. So, I well, don't you know, you're going to have to, like, figure something out. And I'll be, uh, i have a show tomorrow night if you want to come meet me there. And then he was like, okay, fine. And he came and he got them. But it was, like, fucking weird. Yeah, that's kind of odd. Yeah, he was odd anyway. Was, like, fucking odd. Yeah, no, I'm just. No, he actually is, like, a really nice person, but, like, odd.
1: Yeah, no, I'm just not in that realm of like lads staying over for the night. I just don't like, I don't like being touched when I'm asleep unless <laughs> it's a partner, like if someone I'm really comfortable with. Yeah. I'm like, no, get the fuck away from me.
0: Yeah, it is so. I think the sleeping part is so intimate. It's so intimate. Like, like, I I don't like. I don't if I'm if it's over at a guy's house and I'm not dating him. And again, the last few guys over the last few years, I've I've been dating before I've had sex. But I would have left. I wouldn't have stayed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think. Only if I'm, like, dating them, yes. But if it were a one-night stand, I would have been gone. Because I don't know how to sleep. I don't feel comfortable in someone else's bed. If it's mm. my bed, it's fine. But even then, they always stay. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. It's weird. If it's a one-night stand, I think they should go home. If it's someone you want to date, stay. It's weird. It's a weird. It's, yeah, like, especially so in, like, much.
1: this day and age, it's like, oh, like, what? what's the...
0: I'm trying to, I'm gonna I want to sleep Someone <laughs> snoring And being smelly beside me <laughs>
1: yeah. And then you have to look hot In the morning And like oh fuck yeah. no Like get out
0: <laughs> Yeah so Yeah I don't know but then I do like cuddling. But I actually now that we're talking about it, I'm thinking about it. All of the guys that I've been like recently slept with, they've been like three or four dates in. Right, and then so. I
1: sp- assume that the guys that you want to bring home, you're like, I want to bring you home. Yeah. So therefore, I have no problem like cuddling you at nighttime or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas if you're going to someone else's house for a night, one night time, you control when you can go.
0: Well, actually, this is so weird because so blurry. The listeners know about when he when we had sex the first night in my he- apartment. We'd already slept together in like a hotel and stuff because it was like around the time of COVID. I know COVID's still happening, but it was m- when people were allowed to go out and hang out and stuff, we started dating and we mm-hmm. made it very clear that we were the only people we were going to be dating. It was exclusive straight away because we had dated for like on FaceTime for two months. Mm-hmm. And the well, no, first time he came over to mine and we had sex, he got up after to leave. But we were dating like two months at this stage. What should I just leave like? Oh, sorry. No, we, were, we dated FaceTime two months. So if you don't count that, but in real life we were dating a month at that stage but if you count all of it it was three months or sorry a month and a half by the time he had sex So, or by the time he had come over because we'd had sex in a hotel but so sorry so two and a half two, no that'd be three and a half months yeah of like intense being yeah. with each other no a month and a half of actually seeing each other in real life but two months but I mean long enough time yeah and he got up to leave and I was like what are you doing and I guess because the hotel you paid for you stay over and he was like I'm gonna go home and I was like you just leave me here after you what you just have sex with me, Can you just leave, and he was like, "Yeah, no. why do what? Why should I do?" And I was like, "Stay. What are you gonna go all the way back to Brooklyn on your little fucking bike at <laughs> a one a.m.? Like, what the fuck?" And he was like, "Well, you know, it's COVID. Should I stay longer in your apartment?" Wait, this wasn't morning sex. No, this was a ha- like he come, o- come over. We'd had dinner, we had sex, and he got up to leave after, and I was like, "No, you stay over the night." And he was like, "Well," and he used this excuse, he was like, "I'm just worried about COVID," and I was like well how
1: were you wearing a mask while we we're having sex no
0: and we've been dating <laughs> we've been dating we've been out kissing we've been together it doesn't make sense also pal what do you what do you think that covid's like okay you've been here 10 hours i'm coming to get you now <laughs> there's a limit like a little covid clock now i know and then he was like oh okay he was like i just you didn't you didn't ask me to stay and i was like yeah i but, shouldn't have to ask you to
1: stay yeah you bollocks.
0: It, it'd make more sense if i say leave and i was like okay well usually like people i'm dating they stay over and we have and we have um breakfast the next day or whatever and i was like that's really important to me like and i totally understand if it's a case that you're not comfortable but then say that just yeah. go hey i'm not comfortable yet don't make up this COVID bullshit. Like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, and he was like, "Okay, I'll stay over." I didn't realize, and I was like, "Like, whatever." And I was like, "Whatever you're comfortable with." But it does feel weird to just get up after we had sex.
1: Oh, like, it's absolutely it's horrific. Yeah, and it's the so sex
0: was not amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> I want you to eat me out in the morning. <laughs> like that's why I like. And I, I said to him, I go, "We can't see each other that much right now because of COVID and stuff like that." Like, do you know we were limited to. It's just not the same As the real world And just going out To parks and stuff And my roommate was away So that's why we had The apartment that night And I was like You should be staying And having sex with me In the morning Because we should be Having as much But he also didn't have A high sex libido Okay Oh he should fucking Eat some oysters Or whatever (laughs) Oats, steak Pot- protein. was <laughs> it the protein that's good for it or was the protein bad for it no protein is good for it but make sure it's not high in like saturated fat okay so there you go he needs to go eat his steak motherfucker yeah um no but yeah our libidos were different as well so what i would expect from a sexual relationship was much more yeah but yeah it's just about having those conversations and stuff so he was probably just used to uh just leaving afterwards and like
1: but it, like i don't know like i i feel like if you you've been dating for a while i know you'll be doing the cuddling afterwards i like,
0: know he was really awkward as well he's such a nice person yeah. he's one of the nice guys i dated but we just like very um matter of fact and things are black or white and
1: but humans aren't black
0: or white yeah like, but he, we're that's all shades of he's gray. like a Matzy brain type of guy oh. and he's not very um affectionate and i love affection and in fairness to him everything i said i needed he did try to do okay but you know long term we just weren't compatible and that's fine and <laughs> um, that's absolutely fine but yeah so yeah per blurry <laughs> we call him blurry because he was blurry on the face time for a while <laughs> so i think that's it i think we should wrap up because an hour and 12 minutes we, was there anything else okay so everybody um eat, eat healthy um, I'll I'll put the link to the article that I sent you that we don't know 100% how scientific it is yeah. so it's not Serena's words but it is an interesting thing to see the different foods because it explains a bit about the zinc magnesium and is the, that
1: the 20 foods not the scientific paper the with the globulin
0: it has glo- it talks about globulin oh it
1: does and it links the scientific paper i will say just as an ending note that the recommended of fiber for women is 25 grams a day and for men it's 39 grams a day but don't be loading up on metamucil or Benefiber or any of that like just try and get it from a variety of plants so plant diversity is key and so if you kind of keep that in mind like have like non-processed foods um that will lead you to having a healthier diet
0: yeah and then it's going to make healthier relationships because your brain will just feel better tell me this so what is so like strawberries and fruit and shit has fiber in it
1: yeah strawberries raspberries carrots carrots carrots, yeah uh, See, when I spinach. think of fibre,
0: I just think of bread. No, this is amazing. No, no, no. Spinach. Spot,
1: spinach. Uh, potatoes. Spinach was in the
0: list of potatoes. Potatoes, by the way, was Potassium. in the list for men for helping your sex drive. So no wonder all you Irish male listeners are horny little folks. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a hack joke. I'm sorry. But we do love potatoes.
1: Yeah, we do. Lo- I love potatoes. And I love
0: potatoes. <laughs> I was like, why is this only for the men? I'm horny all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, l- lentils. Beans.
0: Lentils. Well, yeah. I don't know now about...
1: you're just like i'm not into lentils
0: Uh, they're okay lentils and beans mess with my stomach a little bit for farting and stuff (laughs) okay so if you like like... (laughs) start eating them
1: slowly like have one or two tablespoons (laughs) a day no genuinely like you gotta i can't believe i said farting
0: (laughs) i'm like all right katie
1: (laughs) no but we all fart and we all poop so like Uh, get over yourselves i know i love a good poop we need to talk about shit a bit more oh did you know that there is a Uh, fiber supplement for gay men called pure men and it actually has five different sources of fiber in it but it's used to clear out lads before they have anal sex jesus
0: that's great but
1: it has like five like different sources of fiber and like from the ingredient list i'm like yeah fucking take that okay because it has a diverse range of fiber
0: and so it clears them out before they have anal sex does that also that's probably also good for like keeping your regular yeah like that's probably good for for the other word diet diet control like weight control
1: yeah so actually having a diet high in fiber can manage weight because it doesn't allow you to absorb calories very scientific there is a reason for it but basically it doesn't digest as all the foods because your body takes a lot more energy to digest the foods that it's not digesting yeah you actually don't take in those calories so by inference
0: you're eating less calories so for anyone who's like Oh, but I love my sandwiches. Yeah, you can still fucking eat them. Just fucking switch over to brown bread or... Yeah, have brown bread. Just, just make bread. small
1: fucking habitual say- changes. Like, it's not that big a deal. It's not a case of I'm going on a diet. I, like, I went from going from keto, eating lots of meat and chicken whatever else to like slowly implementing more plants and now i'm predominantly plant-based yeah it took me five years to get there I know, but
0: when people hear plant-based they think like well if they're like me they think oh, the amount of times i've heard plant-based i've thought of like vegans so it's really good to like be like okay no it's just but well, i guess vegans are plant-based vegans are plant-based Sorry. but you can be
1: plant-based and not be and hardcore yeah exactly like you know, i don't her. think people i don't think people realize that you don't have to be on a diet for three months to be the where you want to be just make small change if you want to put some chia seeds in your porridge in the morning. Morning. good do that put raspberries in your uh, porridge fucking put porridge in some milk and leave it overnight with some peanut butter and you have ready to go oats like as in ready to go fiber yeah. peanut butter Why yeah heck? peanut butter is actually really high in fiber it's high in fat too but it's got a, it's a good source of fiber
0: okay so that's great now yeah it's
1: great any nuts any sort of nuts, nuts seeds never eat nuts uh, like, covering,
0: uh oxygen one year where i ate so many nuts I was um, going to make, like, a dick joke about nuts. No, you I, sure I you do not nuts. a <laughs> 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 <Love good> nuts. <laughs> we had an ad for Manscape, which someone messaged me and was like, that's not funny that you have an ad for Manscape when you're, like, so pro pubes. And I'm like, hey, I'm pro whatever you're comfortable with.
1: Yeah, and whatever you want to do.
0: They were giving me money. <laughs> and I have no money. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, use the Manscaped. I'm... But I think, like, I, I'm pro whatever you want to do, but I also trim. Yeah. I turn my poops. And I think if a guy wants to do that, look, if you want to do that, that's great. If you don't want to do it, that's great. Whatever you're comfortable with, your partner's gonna be comfortable with. But like the last guy I was seeing, he um he would manscape. Now it was so funny because he manscaped like not the first time we did stuff. We couldn't have sex. And he had this gorgeous like um treasure trail. And uh-huh. I just think that's so fucking sexy. Like I, I think hair is quite sexy. And so then when we were gonna have sex he was gone and there was like a little bit of stubble and i was like jesus was that for me now or for you and he was like oh you know don't women want it all gone it's sexy and i was like i actually think the other i think hair is sexy but it's up to you whatever makes you feel hot but don't do it for me and then he stopped doing it and then but then after a while it was like getting caught in his pants oh no so he was like i need to do it a little bit ouch but he would do the ball area and for nibbling on the balls (laughs) it does
1: help a little (laughs) yeah you don't want to be coughing up like a cat
0: I don't mind I'll do it but I mean it, I, I didn't like I became more aware of it because I was like he just he maintains his area so much but again I told him I didn't mind and when he wasn't maintaining it, it was still fine absolutely fine but um yeah I, I'm like I can see why maybe some people might but like I'm never going to be fully shaving in there either so I can't complain <laughs> which is
1: really interesting because like I love being fully waxed yeah. I just feel sexier in myself when I'm just like there's nothing there and like I'm of Asian heritage so we're really dark yeah i'm really floofy floofy so, floofy i just yeah. think it's a kind of word that I mean like you're a hairy fuck um yeah, yeah. but like that like whatever you're com- i for me it's just i'm more comfortable being waxed
0: yeah and i think whatever you start like i think whatever you do you have to commit to a while to it because anytime i've shaven it too close my vagina feels a bit like like ugh, like weird oh really like i'm used to having it just trim now and if i let it go too hairy it's also like what the fuck's going on (laughs) like because i've consistently kept it kind of trim um and i know because i let it go a bit wilder during the pandemic and it was like what the fuck (laughs) my it felt like but if but if i shaved it all off and the odd time i've gone too close it feels like clammy or something whereas i feel like for me a little bit of pubes like benefit my vagina health so i and i think since if you've been doing it since you're younger your vagina has probably growing accustomed to that oh yeah
1: absolutely so like i know that for me whenever i get waxed um i don't have all those little bumps and stuff yeah. People are like that doesn't make any sense like you literally just got waxed and i'm like yeah my body's just well used how to long
0: it. would a wax last for
1: like six weeks
0: six weeks jesus and then does it have to grow back a good bit of hair before you can wax again yeah a
1: little bit, like it needs to be like there needs to be a bush there
0: a bush okay so you not like full-on bush but yeah, like yeah, a bush. yeah yeah like little bush little bush little bush, <laughs> little bush. <laughs> um yeah, and like I obviously have talked about the benefits on pubes on the podcast before. So, um, did I tell you about
1: it? Yeah, you told me briefly, and now I'm kind of like maybe I should just start trimming.
0: <laughs> well, I think w- when you grow it back, it is going to be itchy. But if you already if you're waxing, you're used to it growing back. Yeah, because a lot of a girlfriend of mine, I told her to grow it back no i didn't tell her to grow back sorry jesus i was like grow your bush back but i was like if you want to grow back like um these are the benefits and she was like i'm kind of thinking about it and i'm like yeah fucking go for it but then she said you didn't tell me it gets itchy but i wouldn't really notice that because i've always and for her she shaved every day oh so she's never let it grow so since she was like fucking whenever her pubes grew in like 14 so it got itchy then and i think that's the thing where it's like you have to be commit to getting past that um what's your opinion on laser then I have no idea. I don't. I don't know anything about it.
1: Okay, so like, if a girl is going to commit to like getting lazy so that she doesn't have to get waxed or shave all the time, yeah. what what like ramifications of like pheromones and like not getting STDs as easily?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'd say it'd be the same as not having them. Yeah, I'd ask, I'll ask my gynecologist next time I go. But for laser, I know friends who've got laser. It's just more they yeah they just didn't want pubes again. So that's mm. it. it. It gets rid of it. And then the benefits of pubes are a it produ- it makes you um. What's that called when you get wetter? Lubricated? Yeah, it acts as a lubricant because, like, when you put the shampoo in your head and you froth it up. (laughs) So, what, you're like vaginal? Your lube is frothing up a little, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, when you have a bit of pubes and you're using the soap in the shower, I'll always go straight to my vag, like, use (laughs) a (laughs) polish. And then I wash myself with my vag soap. (laughs) Even though you're not meant to put soap on your vag, so before anybody shouts at me, I know that your vagina is a self cleaning. Organism, but your vulva, all the bacteria, yeah. But your vulva, so that outside area, the area that has the pubes, you can wash that, so it's okay. I'm frothing in the right area before anybody shouts at me. But, um, and then for listeners, new listeners who haven't heard this, it your poo, your, your poo, your poos, <laughs> talk about shit talk, <laughs> your poos, your pubes are, um, a. Uh, natural barrier against bacteria, so less UTIs, and natural barrier against STDs, not l- all of them, but like the likes of genital, her- uh, genital herpes and genital warts. And so that kind of stops, it's like a layer. And what was the other thing as well? There was one other thing that it does that I can't fucking remember. What did I say? Oh, thank you. <laughs> really I knew listening. I was trying to give science because we're hanging out with scientists, so um, only three of us though, 'cause because it's safe. Um, <laughs> but so the... Pheromones. Um, it traps your f- the pubes trap your pheromones in your vagina, and pheromone is a is a is a sex hormone, right? What well, what exactly does a pheromone do?
1: A pheromone is a chemical that is released by your body to attract the opposite sex.
0: Yeah. So the men are going to when you go down there and you're sticking your head in the vag or whatever, whatever it does, the pubes keep the pheromone in, like it, it keeps the pheromones in there. So there's more.
1: There's more of it, so it's probably more of a blast.
0: Yeah, but also pheromones ones can be... I wonder, does that mean there's more of a distinct smell? I'd say
1: every girl smells different.
0: I'd say every girl smells different too.
1: Yeah, and I'd say lads still love it either way. I think they do. Lads
0: are always amazed with me. Like, Like, I know my vagina for me smells better when I have a layer of pubes. And I don't know what that is, but again, I think it's that... It probably is just that if I shave too close, it's mm-hmm. just like I'm not used to this and it's mm-hmm. too close to the fabric, and my, my vagina hasn't built up a wherewithal against that. And I'd say for women who've been shaving or waxing fully since they're younger, their vagina's gotten used to it, like anything. Mm-hmm. Like, so whereas mine's just like like a newborn child if it comes <laughs> out there, it's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, But I think you're right. I think all, because even when a guy kisses me afterwards and he's like, oh, you're okay with that, I'm like, yeah. And then they think that's sexy and like, yeah, I like the taste of me.
1: Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah.
0: Fucking love Branded your body. Up here. <laughs> 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 oh, I've also heard about girls dabbing. Have you heard about this? Where no. you stick your fingers in your vag, you get that little pheromone, and you put it on your neck like Stop. perfume. Stop. And because guys, well, firstly, when they say about height, when it comes to like a innate, what's that word? Like, we're like Neanderthals. Men being taller is because with the women being shorter like women wanting taller men is because your pheromones come out of your head and so a guy will be like is able to get the pheromones by being taller and smelling it and so staying with the vag on your ear the vag pheromones you're just you're putting your pheromones up there and it's, it's is meant to so attract, interesting it's meant to make you more attractive to because on a chemical le- level that is, i didn't know that i know we should do that one night you come up again we'll stick our vag <laughs> juice on our neck and see <laughs> post-covid see if see how many see how many guys hit on us without vag juice and then see how many do with vagina juice and then we would be an n of two for this experiment yes mm-hmm. an n of two i learned about my science facts lads um so we saw when the covid stops we've so many experiments today. yeah we do absolutely. i really do want to do the, the vag test not just the fat chest but I really want to do like some sort of survey for the listeners to write in on or even just to message or DM me how their, if they change their diet has it affected their mental health their sexual health whatever yeah just do it for two
1: weeks and you like I ju- then I let guarantee. us know. message about yeah. us.
0: okay plug your instagram there
1: oh yeah so my instagram is serena kajani um and all everything actually like my twitter is at serena kajani and my patreon where i publish um different recipes um to have more to include more fiber into your diet is also serena kajani um and that's, oh yeah that's me
0: <laughs> yeah go on that all of those links will be in the description of this episode also the video for this will be on my patreon and serena's patreon yeah it's gonna be on my patreon too as well so sign up to both of us which are um 2021 uh you know that should be your new year's resolution absolutely tra- Patreons. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i love you all and i'll talk to you soon Bye bye hi everybody thanks for listening please follow us subscribe to the patrons be great and yeah just write and review if you get a chance that'd be amazing or just screenshots stick it on your instagram i'll reshare it um it's a great way to get people uh listening to the podcast and it'll be two years old in january right yeah because i think me and des we recorded four episodes and then we pushed it out all together at once in february so it's about two year though, so ooh, very exciting. Um, but yeah, so love you all. Thanks for always listening. And um, yeah, Happy New Year's. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen